On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most inspired visionaries on the planet in lighthearted, lively dialogue. Join us as we explore the expansive nature of reality in a down-to-earth way, offering you insights and tools, empowering you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Now, here's your host, Christine Upchurch. Hello, everybody. Welcome. You might be listening live here in the Seattle area on 1150 AM KKNW, anywhere around the world, live on Transformation Talk Radio, or perhaps you're listening after the fact on one of the 50 different places this show ends up. But wherever and whenever, I'm so glad you've joined us here today, and you're going to be glad, too. But before I share who our guest is today and what our topic is, I want to say hello to the man behind the technology, the magician himself, Mr. Benny Mathers. Good morning, Benny. Hi, Christine. How's it going? It's going well. A little little hectic. I just came running into the studio. Yeah. uh, I'm I'm glad everything's okay, though. Nothing too (laughs) major. You catch your breath. Relax. Just just living rather spherically right now. Sometimes you kind of have to. Yeah, exactly. You're doing great, though. You keep it up there. Well, you too. And you know, this is the end of your week. So yeah. this show, you know, it, it, yeah. so you're almost at the weekend. I know. Looking forward to it. So um, I, I am fascinated by our guest today. And she is somebody who has had a, a hard life in some ways and an amazing life in other ways and, and shares a lot of insight for us. Um, Linda Deere is her name, and she's an award-winning author of the book Guided. Her spirit guide angels were her best friends and life coaches. She had a very traumatic childhood, but early on, she experienced something most of us miss, and that is she realized she was being guided, and and she gained great insight, and it helped her get through the trauma, and it helped her succeed um, in amazing ways that you're going to hear about. So she survived in the face of insurmountable odds, got very good at interacting with her guides. And she teaches us that, first of all, that we have this amazing guidance, but secondly, the how to do it. I'd like to welcome our guest today, uh, award-winning author, Linda Deer. Hey, Linda. Thank you for having me, Christine. I look forward to this. You know, (laughs) it's funny because you and I um, connected on Facebook. And as I think I've shared on the show many times, we get lots and lots of requests to have people on um, it come in via email I get people reaching out to me on Facebook but when you and I connected on Facebook and I've got thousands of friends on Facebook uh, you and I became friends and it's like her she needs to be on the show and but you know we always review the books first and I had you send me the book and and it's like I just looked at the cover of the book and I and I felt into the book and it's like oh my goodness this woman has something really important to share and I'm so grateful we connected. And Linda, I want you just to share with our listeners, like we, we talk about traumatic childhoods, and I know many of us have lots of stuff to process from our childhood, but your childhood was particularly abusive. Can you tell us a little bit about um, your relationship with your mother? Yeah, it, you know, I did come into a life front-loaded with massive karmic lessons. Mm. Uh, I, I didn't know that. At the time, you know, when you come in to this life and you're a new person, I don't call us babies, by the way, because we've done this time and time again, uh-huh. right? Karmic? Right, Karmic? Right. Yeah. And um, uh, so I came in, I guess, in my case, I came in uh, with a full plate. I planned on getting a lot done from the very beginning, all right? Mm-hmm. And I planned it, and we all planned this. I just want everyone to know that's listening. We all plan our lives before we get here. Guided is my true life story of how this works, all right? And I didn't even expect to write a book about what I had learned in my life Uh with this relationship I have with my guides and how I not only survived horrible situations, but, but thrived because they pointed me in a direction to go, 
get in or get out of any situation at any given time. Mm-hmm. But when they say the guides don't know timing, that it couldn't be farther from the truth, Christine. Interesting. Right? Yeah, but so you, I know it because yeah. But but yeah. you let's let's start with your childhood because you were really st- I mean you're stuck. You know, as as a two year old, yeah. say, you know, you you're not going to be able to get guided to leave the family typically. Um, it, so. Tell us a little bit about what, it, what you were what you yeah, were here, enduring. Here's a little here's a little hint. The first thing I remember my guides telling me uh, was both a promise and a warning. Okay, so this will lead into my mom. Okay. The first thing I remember them telling me, and I'm probably going to say I was about two or three years old when I remember the first time I heard it, and I heard it throughout my childhood. This warning they kept telling me about, and here's what they said. They told me, life will get better for you as you get older if you can make it through childhood. Mm. They started, yeah, and and that was that was what I had stepped into in this lifetime. Again, there's no accident. I picked all these characters to be to play the parts they did, including my mother. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, it's not something I understood as a kid, of as a little not. child. Yeah, I didn't understand it then, but one. The, the thing that saved me and guided me and let me learn in spite of it, instead of becoming a bitter person, is I was being guided all along. I have this communication bridge to my spirit guides and angels, is what I call them. And they really are, uh, they really are an, ener- an energy. On the front of Guided is the photograph I took of them in 1994 when I was 42 years old mm-hmm. at Christmas time when they showed up and that be, that was the front cover that had become the front cover of guided my book right right so the 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 guides knew right away in, as I entered into this life that I had a plateful that I yeah. I was front loaded with karmic uh, lessons that I chose to take on mm-hmm. my mother would be one of the key players in that all right mm-hmm. and and so and although I Although my mom was was a dangerous person, she was truly dangerous. I mean, she tried to kill me. Yeah, share um, a story or two about that because I think that we talk about traumatic childhood, and yeah. you know that's that's pretty generic. Share some specifics. Yeah. Okay, because well, this shocking. is a little over the top. Uh, my mom, I remember waking up every morning, and and uh, what would happen is the the screaming. My dad would go to work. He'd be, go to work around five thirty in the morning because he was in the construction business. Uh-huh. And as soon as my dad left, the screaming would start, my mom, and then would come the, the attacks, okay? the Whatever she had on the plate that day to, you know, to delve out her punishment, whatever, for whatever reason. I was 20 months old. What could I have done wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I don't know what I did wrong. Um, but um, she, she was, I could feel her winding up, uh-huh. you know, another morning, all right? Right, right. And I was 20 months old, and I just went, you know, I, I in my mind, I just, I in, in the urge inside my, my gut, I had to get out of there. I knew. I panicked. I, I bolted, all right? So, I like my dog, I watched my dog do shake the gate, and he shake the gate, the German Shepherd, and eventually the latch would let go, and out he'd go, uh-huh. out of the yard. And I, I'd go out, I went out there, and I shook the gate until the latch let go, and off I went. Okay, so so what and were you trying to? I I want our listeners to I, understand what your mother would do to you. You know, you could feel her winding okay. up, but what what did she do when she was wound up? She would well first she would scream and yell at me, uh-huh. and she would then she'd start hitting me with a willow stick. She'd start beating me with it, and then she'd threaten me. She'd she you know she'd, don't you ever tell your father? And she was just my mom was not well. All right. Uh-huh. I knew something was wrong with my mom. I knew it from the very beginning. I felt bad. She was my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right, I'm a little right. 20-month-old kid. This is my mommy, right, you know? Right. And I didn't want her to be sick. I didn't want her to be sad. I didn't want her to hurt. Right. But you she know, would She would hit you. She would, yeah. And so she, I felt bad. I felt worse. I was more concerned about her than I was about myself. But then it kept going on and on, and I felt so helpless in that situation. I was fearful of her, okay? Uh-huh. And, and when I, I, that one morning, I just couldn't take it. Uh-huh. I, I, I took off at 20 months old. I got out, uh, outside the gate, 
and I took off and I went down the median of the expressway looking for my dad. For some reason, inside me, I knew I was going to find him. A two-year-old walking down the expressway. Right. In in diapers, bare feet, and the little snap-on white baby shirt, Mm -hmm. you know? And, I mean, very basic stuff here. And uh, and the cops that saw me walking down the, the the expressway, and they picked me up, and they asked me where I was going, and I said I'm gonna I'm going to find my daddy. There's something wrong with my mommy. Mm-hmm. And they asked me to to point out how to get back to my house, and I wouldn't do it. I wasn't going back there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And so they took me to the candy store, Christine, <laughs> and they gave me like. Probably fifty cents worth of candy, which uh-huh. seemed like the whole store to me, you know. Right, and right. Then and, and then they said, "Point, could you point out how, you, how where you live?" And and I did, you know. I broke down. I, I uh-huh. <laughs> they got me in a weak spot, right? And um, they took me home. And when they, these were the days when there was no child protective services, all right. right? Oh yeah. You took care. It was a family matter. You took care of your own business. So they brought me back and. When they felt sure that my mom, I was in good hands, you know, my mom played the part. Uh-huh. Um, they left. My mom took me in the house, and and I and she beat me so badly that I didn't really think. I, when I woke up back in uh, in this world, in this life, uh-huh. on that on the floor in a in a puddle of water, I can only assume that my mom probably threw water on me to revive me. Oh wow! Um, I know. Uh, I I I was like. Oh, my God. That was the most terrifying day of my entire life, uh-huh. is waking back up in this world, yeah. right? Yeah. So at that moment, I knew that I knew this world was not all there was. I wasn't afraid of what they called dying. Uh-huh. I, by the way, I think you die when you come here. I don't think yeah. you die when you leave, all right? right. right. So um, I learned that really young. I learned all this stuff from living it, Christine, all right? And... um. And when I when I woke up, the only thing I was so terrified, I was like, "Oh God, what do I do now?" Uh-huh. And and I asked out loud for someone to help me. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, the guides that are on the front cover of my book uh-huh. showed up all around me, and they looked down at me. They were not in panic; they were calm. As they looked at me, they were real tall. Uh-huh. And I looked up at them, and as soon as I looked up at them, they were communicating with me telepathically because it was only 20 months ago since I was with them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. right. There was no separation between me and them. I was still connected to them. All right. So what they communicated to me, they communicated many things, but the, the takeaway was this life is not all there is. And the way they communicated that to me is they reminded me who I was. Mm, this is fascinating. We have to go to a quick break, but stay tuned for more with Linda Deer. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. As a former research statistician, my scientific background is what many would call sensible. For more than a decade now, I have been working in the field of energy medicine, facilitating sessions and teaching around the world. People from the mainstream often ask me, how did a sensible woman like you end up working in such an alternative field? Implicit in their question is the underlying assumption that the field of subtle energy, such as energy healing and intuition, isn't sensible. But I believe it is very sensible. Even scientists are able to measure aspects of this. Approaching life from an energetic perspective brings us new opportunity for healing and transformation. And from a practical standpoint, even if you can't rationally explain how something works, if you experience a shift from it, then doesn't it make it pretty sensible? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Are you ready to finally feel empowered and knowledgeable in your political stance? Let Marsha Padilla Goad educate you on exactly how important grassroots advocacy is in a relatable way to all perspectives. Tune in to Grassroots Advocacy Radio with Marsha every first Tuesday of the month at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Visit DynamicsInPublicAffairs.com. 
Are you ready to shift gears from spiritual seeker to spiritual rock star? Let Nova Whiteman be your aligning force that will help you navigate the ups and downs of this human experience. Tune in to Spiritual Alignment Radio with Nova Whiteman every second Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit NovaWhiteman.com. That's N-O-V-A-W-I-G-H-T-M-A-N.com. What is holding you back from living the life you are meant to live? Why is it vital to believe in something bigger than yourself? Are you in physical or emotional pain? Tune in monthly to Vibrant Purposeful Living. Awaken the vibrant life within you with Lou Paradise and Dr. Pat on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Lou's passion is to help everyone experience positive solutions for life. Find out more about Lou with Vibrant Purposeful Living at LouParadise.com. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk radio. Welcome back to the Christine Eptrich Show here on KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. You know, Linda, um, I'm fascinated by the story of this poor little two-year-old you were. Um, and there you are lying in this pool of water after ha- having probably blacked out or, you know, whatever, after your mother beat you and screamed at you. And you've made this connection, and you've seen your guides. First of all, what do the, your guides? What did your guides look like back then to you? They looked like energy. They were, I, I call them angelic looking, uh-huh. but that's a matter of perception, you know. Right. To me, to me, they were. They were. I was just with them twenty months beforehand, uh-huh. so they weren't. They weren't strangers to me. They were an energy. They were. Uh, a collective. We were one, and we were together. All right. Mm, yeah. So I, it wasn't something that once once they appeared to me, and probably the the most amazing part of it from the very beginning was how calm they were mm. as they looked down at me on all fours in a puddle of water. And, 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 you know, I had, I was crying and I was a mess, oh, yeah. right? Right. And and, and from a human perspective, like, I would want to just go snatch that 20-year-old, yeah. you know, precious <laughs> baby up and, and take it, take her away from the horrible mother. I know. And see, that's the human part of us, Christine. Uh-huh. The guy, that's what I learned so young about these guys is they, they are... We came in to live this life just like we're living it, even uh-huh. if it seems bizarre, all right? Uh-huh. And they, they knew what we were in for, what we signed up for, and they agreed to see us through it every step of the way. Uh-huh. Again, we are never alone and always being guided. That's the whole point here. Mm-hmm. So That's what I realized, yeah. They gave you a message about um, getting you through your childhood. What did they tell you? They said, life will get better for you as you get older if you can make it through childhood. And that now, is as that, surviving childhood, essentially. Yeah. What what happened is they knew what I signed up for. You know, mm-hmm. your guides know what you signed up for. Sometimes uh-huh. what we sign up for is more um, intense than others. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what we signed up for doesn't really show up until we're older. In right. my case... It showed up when I was really, really young, when I first got here, you uh-huh, know? Right. So um, that's what I signed up for. So the guys were like, okay, you know, this is going to be front-loaded, heavy-duty, karmic lessons, learnings, tips, awarenesses. She wants to get this stuff coming into her life. And it turned out that what I learned from all that was that um, was what I was going to be able to use when I became an adult. You know, their message was once again, life will get better for you. Mm-hmm. If when as you get older, if you can make it through childhood, and my life has gotten better as I've gotten older. All right. And, and I'm thinking, in like taking a higher level perspective, I'm wondering if you hadn't suffered such abuse, would you have had the same kind of motivation 
to connect with your guides. I mean, it's when thinking about dealing with somebody who's an abusive parent, it probably is very beneficial to hone your intuition, to know like how not to push a person's buttons, how to stay away when they're getting wound up. As you said, you could feel her energetically getting wound up. Um, And so that trauma led to you calling out and getting that help. Do you feel like if you hadn't had that trauma that you'd have the same kind of connection with your guides? No. Mm, interesting. No. And what's really interesting, fast forward to where I am today, uh-huh. this was a this was just part of the continuum, you know, life is happening while you're busy planning it. Right. Um, where I find myself at this point in my life where they have moved me and guided me to show other people how this works in their life. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Yep. So it does have a happy ending, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Interesting. And, how, and you know, Christine, I got, I got to tell you, I never saw that coming. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's interesting because, okay, you, you, you did make it through childhood and in your book, you talk about um, taking your mother's pills. I think it was to try to exit. Yeah. Yeah. And yep, survive that. Yeah, that was my that. exit plan. Um, that I met that time in my life, I think, 11, 12 years old, and she wouldn't stop. My mm-hmm. mom was loaded with new plans and new ideas to attack me again and again. She was relentless. Uh-huh. And she was and verbally abusive, I, too, towards you. Oh, she was. There, there was nothing she missed out on as far as attacking me. Uh-huh. She had She had every angle covered, and the family did nothing about it. Society did nothing about it. Mm-hmm. When I wound up in the hospital, uh, you know, I, where they pumped my stomach, that's probably what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the hospital said nothing about it. All right. Uh-uh. All right. So those were different times. That was, that was uh, the early 60s. Mm-hmm. And it was still, you know, a don't tell, you know, don't tell family. And, uh, and no one ever talked about it in right. the family. Never. And your mother okay. was raging so, towards you for having taken her pills, right? Well, she she was what? She was rageful towards you. Oh, no, it wasn't so much the pills as it was what she did in the hospital. She was swinging at me as my dad was holding her back, mm-hmm. saying it wasn't her fault. Oh, right, right, yeah. That's what she did. Yeah. Oh. So she see, again, she almost got caught. You know, yeah, yeah. But in my mom's day, I got I got to kind of stand up for her a little bit here because in those days, my mom. What kind of help did women get that were not that needed help? Yeah. In those days, uh-huh. you know, they didn't get really good help, Christine. In fact, she might have been put in in jail for what she was doing. Mm-hmm. There yeah. was no help, you know. Yeah, but still, it's like it, your your mother was so incredibly toxic and so abusive of she, you. Yeah. She went out that way. She, to her last breath, she went out with revenge seeping out of every pore in her body. Mm-hmm. I mean, unbelievable to me. And you have to wonder where I, it I came never did. from. You know, it's, it's I mean, yeah. yes, there we have karma and... Yet we are, we're also shaped by our environment of, you know, what has happened to us in our upbringing. True. Yeah, I yeah. know. I know. But, I, I mean, I got a little taste of what happened. I found out what really happened in the family when I was 55 years old. <laughs> 55? Uh-huh. That's when I finally, all the family secrets came, you know, pouring out. And that's when I was able to find out what really happened. The truth. And so um, what was her... What was her story? Because I know you said, you know, all along something felt off about your parents' marriage and about her. What did you find oh, out? Man. <laughs> Let me put it to you like this, Christine. Ray, my husband, he uh-huh. says, this is, this is crazier than one of those, you know, daytime shows where all these relatives get weird with each other, you know. <laughs> I mean... Really, Ray was, you know, we were only together a couple years when all this started coming out. Uh-huh. And he, he just was like, this is fascinating. So he'd never seen anything like it. Anyway, it turned out that my mom and dad, short, long story short, my mom and dad were never married, for uh-huh. starters. Uh-huh. And my mom, um, 
lost her mother when she was like um, 9, 10, 11 years old, right mm-hmm. in there. Right. And her father was a, was a drunk, all right? Mm-hmm. So he pawned off the kids, uh, there were three of them, to the aunt, to his sister. And his sister was already loaded down with her own kids, her own life, had a farm, and she was a teacher, and on and on, you know. So she resented being having that happen, having him dump the kids off on her. Mm-hmm. And my mom knew she wasn't wanted there, so my mom created a problem. You know, she she pushed her down the stairs with the intention of killing her. Wow. Can you believe that? Wow. So what the father did, what her father did, is he he uh, sent her away, and, and she became the wa- ward of the state of Pennsylvania. Oh, my goodness. And when, when that happened, my mom ran away from the girls, the girls' home, wherever they sent her, and she... Actually, my, this is the strangest story. My mom became a prostitute mm-hmm. at, at age 13 on the boardwalk in Atlantic City wow. when the, when the, in, you know, in the mid-40s when the guys were getting out uh, of the military from World War II. Right. And there she was positioned right there in the heart of all that. And then, to make it even stranger, my dad, my dad... 13 years older than her, mm-hmm. meets her on the boardwalk when she's six months pregnant. Oh, my goodness. He's married to somebody else. I, I knew none of this until I was 55 years old. Mm-hmm. And they ran off together. Uh, they left. He left his marriage, and she left pregnant and left the, the, the girl's home uh-huh. and took off to California. Wow. Wow. They were a wild pair, these two. So we're going to go to another quick break, but when we return, Linda, I'm going to want you to share with our audience how we can connect with our guides and share also about how your guidance has led you to financial success, business success, and finding your significant other. Stay tuned for more with Linda Deer here in just a few moments. Calling all ladies. Are you struggling with neck, back, shoulder pain, or postural issues? You actually might have a related bra problem. Talk to Maria Monti at The Healthy Bra Company. She's a professional postural therapist who offers custom-fitted, custom-altered bras in 2,500 size combinations specific to your body type, shape, size, anatomical features, and breast weight. Call Maria today to find out more at 360-815-3205. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk Radio. Calling all moms. It's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms helping everyday women create extraordinary lives. Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit empoweringenergy.com. That's empowering with letters N-R-G.com. Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values, and attitude in a dynamic way. To learn more about Sarah and her work, visit sarahmain.com. I'm Peggy Snow with another Stellar Reflections Minute. Presence, or what we think of as being fully in the moment, is a key element in the process of healing work. As a practitioner facilitating a session, genuine presence takes us out of our heads where we tend to decide what is and maybe what should be for the client and moves us into direct experience where we're available to witness the person in their wholeness. In this receptive realm... Our senses are heightened and expanded, allowing us to perceive what's seeking to unfold and to interact in the moment. There's something profoundly powerful that happens when healing is approached in this simple, pure way. 
balance can be restored and healing can take place on multiple levels. If you'd like more information about the services we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Welcome back to the Kristen Eptrich Show here on KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. Um, We're talking to Linda Deer, author of Guided. Her spirit guide angels were her best friends and life coaches. A true story. So, Linda, you were talking earlier about um, how you connected with the guides. You, you, you called out for help, and they arrived, and they helped you to survive a very tumultuous childhood. I mean, a traumatic childhood in a variety of ways. Um, was your asking for help significant, do you think, in, in um, connecting with your guides? Oh, definitely. That was the beginning that, that first encounter I had with them at 20 months old when they physically materialized uh-huh. all around me, uh-huh. when I asked for someone to help me and they showed up, that was a game changer for me. I will, In fact, I will never know what a game changer it was, Christine, because it's like trying to compare it to something you didn't have, uh-huh. all right? I just walked into it. I, I built on that connection. I, I mean, I'd go out in the sandbox and I'd talk and play and cry in their presence. Uh-huh. I didn't realize what I was doing as I was really building a strong relationship with them. Right. As they communicated back to me telepathically, and what it wasn't didn't take too long before I didn't have to talk to them out loud. Uh-huh. I would just talk to them telepathically. I would think it, and I would, you know, feel it, and they would communicate back to me, and I would know exactly what to do at exactly exactly the right time. Interesting. So is it so getting, important for us any, when we when we uh, want to connect with, with our guides to ask for help? It's critical. Oh, why? It's critical. Think about it. When's the last time you asked someone to help you? Um, well, <laughs> I think Hello? it was probably around the you end know? of December. Uh, <laughs> you know, people don't ask for help. Yeah. They're it's almost like they're taught not to do it, like something is wrong with doing that. Mm-hmm. And it couldn't be farther from the truth. That's what keeps you separate from this guidance, mm-hmm. is feeling like you shouldn't be doing it, you know? Uh-huh. It's built in. I, You know, I, I want to just say this. I wrote a book uh, that published in August of uh, last year. Mm-hmm. It's called My Guided Journey. And it's about, you know, I've got guided. Guided is my story. is how I uh, have been guided throughout my life and how it's worked out. And my guided journey is about how it works in, in your life, in other people's lives, and how it actually works, uh-huh. all right? Right. So there, it, it, the first chapter, there's 18 chapters in part two in my, in my guided journey. The first chapter is asking. I mean, it's fear. And the second one is asking. Mm-hmm. So once I got over the fear, once I let myself release the fear in hopes that somebody was there when I asked for someone to help me at uh-huh. 20 months old, uh-huh. and they appeared, I, that's how I learned to do this, Christine. So have they explained to you why it's important for us to ask? Yeah, it, it, it's about being, it's about reaching out. It, you have to do the reaching. Mm. You have to be the one that's ready. They, they will help you when you are ready. And you're not ready until you ask. Uh-huh. It's a humbling feeling. It's a openness that you get to. Yes. It's a trust. It's a trust in yourself first and then in what you receive. Mm-hmm. You can't trust what you receive until you can trust yourself. Mm. That, that's a big one. And it's interesting, too, because I think I, at this stage of my life, I'm, I'm more willing to ask for support from my guidance than I am to ask for help from a human being. Um, and in my journal, in the journal that I published, My Guided Journey, what you do is you write down, in part three, uh-huh. you write down what you're asking for. And the reason I tell people that it's, that's so important is when you write it down, when you get the guidance, you can then match it with what you ask. Mm-hmm. Because I promise you, if you don't write down what you ask, 
you will not be able to connect with the guidance when it comes through as it relates to what you forgot you asked. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So that's that's kind of it helps us to validate that our um, guide the guidance is coming through and and shifting things. So let's say and, that, and, and it's actually guidance. Yeah. So let's say that we get guidance. Is it important to act upon that guidance quickly, or can we wait and ponder it? Well, guidance. Just think of it this way: guidance has a shelf life. Okay. What does that mean? That's the answer. That, that's the answer. Guidance has a shelf life. If you if if you write down, this is so important to write it down. I can't say how how much that will matter and how fast you'll progress when you are working at building this relationship with your own guides. Mm-hmm. So, Linda, you eventually got out of your childhood at home and got away from this abusive mother you had. Um, How did you find your way to business success? You know, this is really the interesting part. And I've only learned this as I've walked through it, Christine. I'm I'm not, I didn't see it all coming in the moment I was in it. Mm -hmm. In fact, I told Ray the other day, I look back and I see more than I see in the instant that I'm in it. Uh But I follow my guidance well. I follow it most of the time. <laughs> in, <laughs> we have guide, to learn the hard way guided, sometimes, don't we? <laughs> yeah. You know, in Guided, I talk about, I tell on myself about uh-huh. the times I didn't follow it. Right. Because I had, you know, I had, in my mind, I had a lot to walk away from if I was going to follow that guidance sometimes. And boy, did I pay a price. I mean, the guides see it so clearly, uh-huh. all right? Right. We get stuck in our own, you know, in our own thinking and stuff like that. So we get in the way of of our of, of what's best for us, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, so when you were anyways. nineteen, you were already in a successful business, which is kind of surprising considering where you'd come from. Um, <laughs> and and you were successful in a man's world, and back then it really meant you know something highly significant for a woman to to be successful in that realm. Can you share with our listeners what it was you were doing? and the kinds of successes you had? Yeah, I um, I was, at 19 years old, was a pivotal year for me. I got out with my life from that family at mm-hmm. 16. Uh-huh. I had a baby when I was 16, uh-huh. okay? And then it took a couple years, and, and off I went, and the guys came through, to, and they told me, your marriage will not work out. They told me this at 19. Mm-hmm. Now, this is how blatant they are when they bring the, the guidance through. Your marriage will not work out. You have to find your own way, uh-huh. all right? Uh-huh. So it, it, what happened is the, the feeling I got, and I'd always go by my gut, and I could feel where they were moving me to go. Uh-huh. I wanted to get into architecture, and my husband at the time was a, was a carpenter, uh-huh. all right? So he knew about this one architect, and he took me to, to visit with him, and he was a super nice man, this architect. And he taught me through an apprentice program, apprenticeship program under him uh-huh. to become an architect as I practiced with him. All right. Uh-huh. I know I, there was no, I had to do things out of the box because I had a kid. We didn't have the money. Right. I couldn't go off to Cal Poly or some school like that. Sure. Right. So I had to, I had to, I followed my guidance. They guided me to go the direction I did. And I'm telling you, by the time I was uh, 20, 20 and a half, 21 years old, I was designing homes. That I was building custom homes. Uh, we had a we had our own um, construction business. We were framing contractors, uh-huh. and I was de- and by, I was developing land. I mean, wow. come on! Wow! I just walked right in. I mean, I didn't even think about the fact that I was a woman in a man's world. Uh-huh. I didn't think I couldn't do it. I didn't think about any of that. I mean, all I needed was my husband to go along with me, right? And he went along with me in spades. Okay, uh-huh. so nothing was holding me back. I just walked right into it. And I'm also fascinated by the fact that you got guidance about when it was time to get out of I'm real estate. Telling you. And I was white hot. I mean, the market was white hot uh-huh. real estate. And I was at the top of my game. I was getting, I was, the magazines were interviewing me. I was in the newspaper. I was really getting out there. And it all, the whole thing was about to come down. All mm-hmm. right. And my guides come through, and they tell me, um, get out, 
game game changer. Get out. Uh-huh. Okay, sell everything you have and do not buy into the future. As a home builder, you're you're you know you're like two years into the future because sure. you've got to get your plans and everything together. So I I, I started getting out. And everyone's going, what's wrong with you? Uh-huh. You know, you're, in fact, you're, you're going to cause the, the, the real estate collapse. You know, I'm, I'm thinking, me? You, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so they blamed it on me. It was so stupid. I, I, I was like, the whole thing was amazing. I got out three months before the market crashed. Wow. And, and I got out of my marriage, like, at the same time, I got uh-huh. out of both of them at the same time, right. and and it turned out that you know that marriage they told me that wasn't going to work out. Mm-hmm. It turns out that he was dealing drugs I didn't even know about. Wow. So I mean, it was just one event after another going on that I was so busy working and raising my daughter, I didn't have time to, you know, look at what he was doing. I never thought he was doing stuff something like that. Right. You know. Yep. So my guides knew, though. They had it all, you know, get out, keep moving through it, don't stop, don't lift your head, just keep moving through it. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, I got out uh, with the skin of my teeth, you know? Right. But I did get out, and literally everyone I knew in the business, everybody got knocked down because they didn't follow, they didn't, I'm sure they got guidance, but they didn't listen. The greed got the best of them, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. We have to go to, to yeah. another quick break, but when we return... Um, I'm going to want you to share with our listeners how they can connect with you and also about this amazing photo. It's not the typical kind of photo of a little blurb of light, but you're going to hear more about that here in just a few moments. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, Clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. Heaven on Earth, your online school of divinity building your inner coach as you lay down your foundation in the new earth with you as the authority. Take action now. The number one challenge people face every day is the negative voice in their head. We work each day to turn negatives into positives. It's all a matter of perception. Our challenge at this time is to remain intensely positive and focused, creating the world we wish to live in. Wake up on purpose with Cornelia's daily online positive messages guiding us in the new paradigm. Raise yourself into happiness and inner peace daily. Elevate your personal frequency free from negativity and reprogram yourself step by step, shifting your energy patterns with positive repetition, daily building your new earth with someone you trust. All the heavy lifting has been done for you. Wake up happy with Cornelia Stephanie, BIP.com. Try free for seven days now. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. Years ago when facing cancer, without any immediate treatment options, I sought healing by making various life changes. For a while, I followed a very restrictive diet. I often found myself obsessing about which foods were good and which ones were bad. Then one day I realized I was consuming foods based on fear, fear of not getting well. But I didn't want to make choices out of fear anymore. I decided it was far better for my immune system if I allowed myself to experience the joy that came from, say, eating frozen yogurt, than it was for me to ingest the fear that came from avoiding it. Now, instead of choosing healthy habits based on fear, I try to make choices because they feel right and ultimately bring me joy and ease. How many of your healthy habits are really based on fear? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Welcome back. 
you know, Linda, before we go any further, before we run out of our hour together, I want to make sure you can share with our listeners how they can connect with you. Go to my website, Linda Deer. That's D as in David, E-I-R dot com, lindadeer.com. And right there on the homepage, you'll see the books scrolling. You'll see uh, Linda's Weekly Guided Insights, the featured video that I do every week. Uh It's guidance. It's from my spirit guides and angels about navigating the uncertain world that you are all living in right now mm-hmm. to help you through it right. and and to help you make that connection to your own guides. So okay? how... And, okay. and all my books are there too, uh, Guided, as well as the subsequent four other books that I've published mm-hmm. since Guided. And you're on social media as well? Oh, I'm on uh, Facebook, Twitter... LinkedIn, and YouTube. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah. So I, I've got to talk about the photo here. You know, this is, there's this amazing yeah. photo on um, the cover of your, of your book. And I've seen photos. I've seen some interesting photos before. But um, this really captures attention. I want you to, to just share with us how you sort of knew to take this picture and, and perhaps why you were allowed to, to, like, have this become visible on film. Well, it wasn't my call. It was, it was the guides coming through, uh-huh. at, again, at just the right time. Their timing is impeccable. 1994, Christmas time. Mm-hmm. I had my camera in hand, film days. Uh-huh. And it, the kids were running around and, you know, everyone in the room. And I turned around, and, and there the spirit guide was. And I'd seen them since I was 21, 20 months old. Uh-huh. So it wasn't new to me. And I snapped off their photograph, and I asked it, everyone in the room, did you see that? And, of course, nobody saw it. Uh-huh. And um, I got the film developed, and a couple weeks after the film was developed, they came to me in a dream, the guides did. Uh-huh. And, they said, and they said, we appeared so the world could believe. Then they said, you're going to write a book about your relationship with us since you were a little girl. Uh-huh. 20 years later, Guided was published. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't. Yeah. So looking at this this photograph and and you could you know go to Amazon and 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 see the book there. You can go to uh, lindadeer.com, D-E-I-R.com, and you can see the cover of this book. And it looks like a part of like if you if you made the human body the human skeletal body into like ethereal light it looks like a a good portion of that I mean it's not just like oh kind of looks like it it's it's amazing there's a spine you know there it's just incredible yeah you can see you can see the legs coming from the bottom up you can see the legs where where the legs dissipate Uh and into the floor into the into the onto the floor and then you can see her behind uh-huh. It's very obvious. Yep. Real dense, like like the glutes area. Right. And then up up the spine, very very erect, very slim. Um, is the spine? It, it looks like an X-ray. You can see right through her body. Yep. I say her because it's it's a feminine energy. And when I took the photograph, Christine, it was it the feminine energy was so strong it was palatable. Uh-huh. All right. Right. It, and I can only tell you that from the way I felt about it, what connected with me. Although these are these are beings that are that are one and they're a, they're a collective. All right, mm-hmm. but the feminine energy came through, and then when you see it come up through the esophagus, you could see the the face looking up as it as the energy is uh, pointing out from uh, from the uh, like a like an image of a face looking out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it is, and it's it's yeah. in in color. You know, it's. It's not just yeah. like an X-ray that it's would look alive. like my, it's it's what it is, colorful. It, it's so yeah. alive, yeah, yeah. And, and I find it fascinating because when you think about um, sort of spirits from the other realm, I mean, perhaps they can manifest themselves and look different, but it's uh, you don't think in terms of <laughs> like really human form with with bones with a spine. That's I know it, it's it's really interesting how they chose to project themselves, but this is the way they've appeared to me since I was 20 months old. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you've got um, one piece of advice for people about 
how to go about having a relationship with their guidance, what would that be? It would be to cut out the distractions in your life. Mm. Slow down the busyness that you think you have to do this and you've got to go there and you've got to have this and you've got to do that and, and all this kind of stuff. It's just about getting quiet with yourself. You'll mm. notice that when you drive somewhere in your car uh-huh. or, or you're in the shower, okay, when you're, when you're at that place where there's nothing else to do but drive the car or take the shower, uh-huh. it feels good. Right. Your, your, your songs are playing. You, you feel good. That's when your guides can reach you. Interesting. So there, if we're like striving for something it, in order to connect with them, that gets in the way. It's just about allowing. Absolutely, Christine. Perfect. Yeah. So um, what's next for you? Well, you know, <laughs> since the beginning of this year, it's been amazing. I've, I've, um, I've done my uh, video reel uh, just recently. It should be out in the next couple of weeks for speaking, uh-huh, okay? Uh-huh. And I'm getting a lot more speaking engagements yes. about this and how this works in people's lives so they can make the connection to their guidance, all right? Right. And they, what's happening here is we're living in a world where people, people can't trust each other. I don't want to say it, but it's true. Mm-hmm. They can't People don't trust each other. And so who do, who's left to trust? Uh-huh. Who could you trust no matter what? Right. It, it's your guides. Yeah. Because they've been with you all this time waiting for you to be ready. Mm-hmm. And, and now people are, are open to it, you know? And we are so ready and in need of it at this point because the external world is getting more chaotic. And you're right, there are many people you can't trust, although... I've found with um, my own guidance, I'm drawn to people now who have that authenticity, that the vibration of clarity and honesty, uh, people I can trust, and I'm grateful for that. But yeah, push comes to shove, we have to rely on ourselves and whatever ethereal connection we have to, um, you know, the universe, God, our guides, whatever you want to call it. Uh, It seems so important. You know, this has been a fascinating conversation, Linda. Um, I want to thank you for joining (laughs) us here today. I loved it, Christine. Uh, And if you want to read a fascinating story and learn about how you can connect with your guides, go to lindadeer.com, L-I-N-D-A-D-E-I-R.com, and check out her books, including the fascinating one, Guided. And I want to thank you for joining us here today. Um, If you want to share this replay uh, in a couple of days, it will be up on christineupchurch.com and several other podcast places as well. Thanks for joining us here today. I look forward to talking to you again soon. You've been listening to The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey. Each week, this show engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about the transformative healing work of Christine, visit www.StellarReflections.com. And for weekly topics, visit www.TransformationTalkRadio.com. Transformation Talk Radio.com.